Filmmaker Alfonso Cuaron is back with Roma. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, and the movies get better. But a show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Welcome back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and clicking that link that brought you here and listening. Join the conversation online, and let's keep talking about movies at ellisonmovies.com. Of course, you can find me on Twitter all day, every day, talking about movies at ellisonmovies. Hello to the many new listeners that have joined me today. Click that subscribe button so you'll be alerted when I release a new episode. I have links in the show notes that will help you with that. So last time we discussed the best movie of the year so far, we discussed The Favorite, starring three very likely Oscar-nominated women. The Favorite is a fun movie about an insecure Queen Anne and the fight for her attention. Be sure to check this one out. It was number eight for me last week on the list, but stay tuned until the end of this episode because things are changing quickly. Today I am discussing what some are calling the best movie of the year, Roma. Taking place during political unrest of Mexico in the early 1970s, Roma takes us through a year in the life of a housekeeper, Cleo, and the middle-class family that she raises. The title Roma refers to a district or neighborhood within Mexico City. The household mostly consists of Sofia and her four children along with their grandmother. Plus the father, a doctor that is often out of the picture on conferences or other trips. And Cleo spends most of her days cooking and cleaning and generally making sure the kids get to and from school as needed. It becomes clear early on in the film that this marriage of this family is strained and there are issues that Cleo only hears pieces of. And with Roma, we are taken through this day-to-day life of this family through these incidents throughout the year. Some are just mundane daily tasks, like making sure the kids get to school. Some are happy incidents, and some are heartbreaking incidents. But what Roma is is a visually stunning movie. Now, if you're watching this movie waiting for something big to happen, it's not that kind of movie. In that sense, it's similar to what Boyhood was, in that nothing happens, but yet everything happens. It's a deeply personal movie that takes you into this family. In fact, it's fair to say that not a lot happens in the first 60 minutes of this film, but we are being set up for something. So as mentioned, this was created by Alfonso Cuaron. He's already won multiple Oscars for Gravity, one of my favorite films, plus multiple other nominations. Roma is partially based on Cuaron's story, and he casted actors that reminded him or look like his family. And this movie is about the woman that raised him. He is one of the four children that Cleo raises in this movie. As mentioned, Corona is setting us up. As we are vested in the day-to-day activities, we become a part of this family in the mundane stuff and in the tears and the happiness. And before you know it, you are heartbroken and or full of joy when those moments come. But Corona will be the first to say, this is not his story. It's Cleo's story. And as much as this film belongs to Corona, it works because of Alicia Aparicio, who plays Cleo. She doesn't feel like an actress in this role, and that's because she's not. This film, in many ways, feels like we are peeking in on her life, and that's because of her. Everything that happens in Roma is seen through her eyes and her viewpoint. In fact, there are many events and conversations that happen that we only hear pieces of because that's how Cleo heard them. It's sort of like a child being around stressed adults. You know there are things going on, but they are shielded from you, and you can feel the tension from the adults. The beauty of Roma is in the is in the beauty itself, the photography and the imagery 
It's what stands out in this film. It's not overwhelmingly sentimental or emotional manipulative, but the results are the same. But if you like your movies with a little, little more movement, it has that too. From earthquakes to street violence, birth and death and gun violence, that's all in Roma as well. But again, the key to Roma for me is the patience. When you watch this, you know, stick with it. Turn off the phone and watch it. Be patient and that will pay off for you eventually. It's not a different story. And by that, I mean, the fact is it's not a story that doesn't happen every day, everywhere in real life. It's about injustice, inequality, life and getting through it. But it's different. And it's special because the filmmaker is special. Roma takes you on a journey in two hours, and I didn't want it to end. Unlike The Favorite, which I also enjoyed a lot, but that's a two-hour movie that felt like three. There are a few films in 2018, if any, that have affected me like this. We Fell in Love with Cleo. This is a voyage for Alfonso Cuaron. It's his personal trip down memory lane. It's his story. It's Cleo's story. And we are just passengers on this trip back in time, back to Roma. So where are we on our top 10 movies of 2018 so far? I'm going to cheat a little bit. I am not going to include Roma in my top 10 yet because I want to sort of let that breathe a little bit. Plus, I have several movies this weekend that I want to watch. So I'm going to kind of let them all settle. Because of that, I'm not going to give you a Roma placement. I am going to tell you it's a top 10 movie. It's probably a top five movie. So, But let me recap where we are. And the next time we talk, we'll let this settle a bit. Number five, Madeline's Madeline. Number four, A Star is Born. Number two, The Very Lovable Paddington 2. I'm sorry, number three, Paddington 2. Number two, Eighth Grade. And then number one, Widows. And I can tell you this, Roma will fall somewhere in that group. Now where, I just don't know yet. And I'm going to watch it again. And I definitely urge you to watch it. And it's a movie that requires patience. But if you stick with it, it'll pay off for you. So thanks again for continuing to listen, including yourself in this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you are the first to know of new episodes. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Find more reviews and movie discussions on ellisonmovies.com. I look forward to talking with you soon. But until then, I'll see you in the theater.